Hi, I am Empress Sharon Eam, bringing the truth of our stolen history. The mothership has landed. She is your modern-day Noah's Ark, bringing knowledge and understanding of your lost past. Get ready for enlightenment with eyes can see. Hello, everyone. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, thank you for attending today. And uh, hi, Felicia. Thank you for coming in. And uh, let's start off with prayer, everyone. Thank you, Father, for blessing me with this platform that it may enlighten your people as to their stolen and lost identity and lost history of who they are and whose they are. Thank you, Father, that their identity is tied to the Bible, to biblical uh to the biblical laws and, and the biblical identity of who Yahweh's children are. So thank you that this knowledge may enlighten everyone that come to hear and may everyone continue to pass this message on. In Jesus' name, amen. And let's do Isaiah 61, 1 through 3. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. So hi, everyone. Thank you for coming back again uh, and sitting in and listening to another broadcast of Eyes Can See. Tell all your family and friends to join us so that we can all learn about our stolen identity and history together. This week, we're learning about Passover. We've entered Passover, you guys. It started April 8th, and it will last until April 16th. So we're going to get more into this message. But I never celebrated Passover before as a Hebrew because... I mean, as a Hebrew holiday, because I did not know that I was Hebrew. I did not know that Jews, you know, um, affected who we were. I didn't know that this was our lost and stolen identity. So I never got into any of the feast days, the holidays. I never, I never partook in, in any of those things because for one, I mean, other than what I've learned, you know, by, by being a Christian, you know, as I learned the word of God coming up through church, you know, um, you, you learn about Passover and resurrection and all of those things. So, um, you know, uh, I never really got into celebrating all of those holidays, but 
you know, I, I gave you guys, I'm giving you guys scripture to let you know that those things are actually a shadow of things to come. Because right now, Yahweh's children, the, the descendants of the children of Israel are out of place. We don't know our identity because we are hidden. We are hidden in plain sight and we don't know much about our stolen history or our true identity of who we are as a people. And then if you ask some of us, some of us would tell us, well, you know, that don't matter. You know, um, that ain't no big deal. And then when they find out that, you know, they are, they are reborn through Christ Jesus, you know, then their identity is only Jesus Christ. But hey, come on. Everybody has an, an identity as to what people group that they belong to. Right now, we're mislabeled as a people group. Uh, they call us Negroes, and then our name have changed so many different times. You know, our name, uh, we are Negroes. You know, we have been uh, African Americans. We're black people. You know, it's just so many doggone things that, you know, they label us, us as, but if we read Psalms 83, then we see that we are hidden. We don't have an identity because Genesis 9 and 27 tells us that Yaphet is living in Shem's tent, tents, and we are Shem. So they are living in our tents. So that lets us know that, um, hey, we need to know who we are. As a people, you have an identity as a people group and you should know who you are. You should know what your history is. Like people tell you, you come from kings and queens. Prove it. I put pictures in my book. All of you guys uh, should at least buy one copy of my book. Uh, it, uh, Amazon has brought my book, um, you know, down to very low prices so everybody can afford my book. There are over 200 color pictures of who we used to be back in the day before 1619, before we fell into, you know, uh, captivity. So you need to know, you need to be able to prove, put your finger on it, show somebody else that, hey, I came from a descendant. I came from a royal lineage. I came from a people group who came from a royal line of of people. Uh, the name of my book is Trees of Righteousness. Um, let me grab it right quick, y'all. Well, you know what? I can pretty much turn the camera to my book poster so you guys can see it. But here is my book right here. That's the name of my book, Trees of Righteousness. So you all can see it. You can get this book on Amazon. They have brought my book down so low that you can buy two and three and four copies of it and give it away because I think the lowest price I've seen it is for $2.92. But it doesn't bother me that they have debased my book. They did that because of the knowledge that is in my book. But getting back to uh, Trees of Righteousness by Empress Eim, and that's E-M, Sharon Yisrael, and that's Y-I 
S R E A L I S Israel I S R A. I mean, you know how to spell is Israel. So it's it's just a, a Y put on with Israel. I can't spell right this morning. Forgive me. I S R E A L. I couldn't see that in my mind at first. But anyway, uh, we should all know our identity because every people group in the earth know their identity. They know where they came from. They know what people group they came from. They know what landmass they came from. We are the only people in the earth who do not know, uh, particularly what happened to us, why things happened to us, why we're the lowest thing on the totem pole as far as people are in the earth. The Bible tells us that we are the tail. You know, it says that we were the first who became last. And now the last will become first again. So you need to know why you became, you were first and then became last. You need to know why being last, you're going to be restored back to being first. You need answers to all of these questions. You need to know, as I said, when you tell people, well, I came from a lineage of kings and queens. Well, prove it to me. You know, you need to get my book, as I said, so you can lay your finger on it and you can show somebody else that this is our lineage. This is where we come from. We can prove our identity because it is carved in the stone carvings. Google, Google the archaeological museums, everybody. If you can't go to one because there's not one in your city, you know, they're in all the major cities, the archaeological museum. Uh, headed up by the Rockefeller fa family. Uh, you know, uh, they bought all of the Middle East, the so-called Middle East, which is actually northern, the central part of Africa, uh, where, you know, our um, identity lies. You know, the country where we, where we came from. Yahweh gave us the land of Canaan, which is Israel. You know, modern-day Israel. So... I mean, we need to know these things. We need to be able to put our fingers on it. We need to be able to explain it. When people come to us saying, oh no, you're a Negro. You're, you're, you're a Negro um, and you're under a curse. Uh, your people were cursed. You're a ham. Uh, you need to be able to prove to them you are sham. You need to be able to explain it to them. Break it down to them. Tell them. Let it roll off your tongue. Let them know. Hey, I'm not a Negro. I'm mislabeled as a people. Uh, I, the Bible says I am hidden and Yafit is living in our tents because we are Shem. You need to be able to explain this. You need to be able to show them this. And then you need to be able to point them to the archaeological museum. They can Google right on their phone. You know, when they're giving you this grief about you're a Negro and you're under a curse and accept your, your due. No, that is not our due diligence. Uh, we're under our punishment. It was only to last 400 years. We're at the end of that thing. And that's why we're talking about Passover today. Passover 2020. Okay. So as I was saying, Colossians 2, 16 and 17 says we are alive in Christ. So verse 16, therefore, let no one judge you by what you eat or drink or with regard to a feast a new moon, or a Sabbath. Verse 17, these are a shadow, a shadow. All the, the feast and, and, and uh, you know, Passover and, you know, all of the holidays, you know, holy holidays. The, uh, those, uh, those things are, you know, um, 
a, a, you know, a, a thing to come. So, uh, but the body that cast it belongs to Christ. So the body, we are the body. We belong to, to Christ. So we will celebrate these things. These are things to come. We're not in our proper place. So these things will be done when we are restored and we go back to being, you know, um, in our own land. Right now we're out of our land. And um, I hear a lot of people saying, oh, I'm free. I'm free. Uh, yeah, you in America and yeah, we're not in slavery anymore. But as far as being free, let me tell you something about yourself. Black man, black woman, why you ain't necessarily free. First of all, we are a nation within a nation. We're in uh, our captors nation. Even though he stole this from the enemies, he made this his nation under Roman occupancy. Okay. Uh, Rome still occupies us and this land that they took over and made theirs and called their own. So in doing that, we still belong to Rome. They still have all of our wealth, all of our treasures and everything underneath the Vatican, you all. And the Pope and the Rome, the Vatican took over the church. So everything Christian they took over. They institute this thing called Babylon, Babylonian, the, the Babylonian uh, religion. So they mix that in with our book of the law to give us what we have today. But um, I was saying that in order for you to know how, you know, this Christian religion is and how, uh, you know, the uh, Jewish people and the Roman people, the Christian people, you know, how they all have instituted all this paganism in our holy holiday. Uh, Passover means that when we were freed, our ancestors, you all, were freed from the 430-year captivity. So in, in uh, being free from that 430-year captivity, we are now in the 400-year captivity. There is still yet a Passover, I mean, uh, Passover comes along every year. There's still yet another exodus to happen. We're in, I believe that we're in that season. I believe that in our lifetime, you all, we will see uh, this exodus. And uh, let's see about the 2020 Passover and what all it entails. Okay, uh, the 2020 feast and new moon dates. Uh, it is Passover, April 7th through the 8th. That's when it began this year, um, 2020. Feast of Unleavened Bread. That's April 8th through the 15th, 2020. Then you have the Feast of the First Fruits. That's April 11th through the 12th of 2020. Then you have Counting uh, the Omer. That's April 11th through May 30th of 2020. You have Feast of Weeks, which is Pentecost. That's May 30th through the 31st of 2020. Then you have the Feast of Trumpets. Then that is um, September 18th through the 19th. So, uh, 2020. Then you have Day of Atonement. And uh, through any of these dates now, anything miraculous 
can happen with this with with uh, our time to go go home on the Exodus, because we did not come into this land to stay. Everybody, we only came wherever Yahweh scattered us to the four corners of the earth. As I told you, when Rome came into our land of Jerusalem, uh, we were the last to leave the land. Everyone, so when they came in and sacked us. Then uh, we had to leave our land. That, was, that began our exile. So that lasted for a period of time. It started like in 68 AD or around 68 to 70 AD. And it lasted a pretty good while. So uh, of us uh, being root, you know, rooted out of our land and scattered to the four corners of the earth. Um, we had, when that happened, Around that time period, you had the Arab slave trade that happened. Okay, during the Arab slave trade, you had uh, Judah, which we are Jerusalem. You had Judah being dispersed. You all taken into slavery. So, yes, slavery was going on at that time. And Rome put them in slavery or killed them. And or and uh, the Arabs, they sent them into slavery into different parts of the, of the uh, world. Uh, you know, going on one one half of the world. Now, we were able to escape our people who landed here in America, who ended up here in America. We were able to escape in over the mountains into the interior part of Africa. So uh, we stayed there for almost 1,500 years, you all, without any slavery. We weren't slaves to no man at that time until... Slavery came to visit us. Yahweh's day of vengeance fell on us again. The first time it fell on us was 68 to 70 AD when he sent the Rome, which sent Rome in among us to uproot us from the land and exiled us. Now, the second time Yahweh's day of vengeance came upon us to send us into slavery, which he scattered us. To the four corners of the world. Remember I told you the first part of us. Who went through the Arab slavery. They they started their slavery early. They started at the top of this thing. Okay. So that's why you have so much oppression. You know in those African nations. And you know. Uh, uh, with, with the black people that you hear of being enslaved. This is the reason why. And also. Uh, uh, now when, when slavery hit us. That was in 1619. So now 1619 has come along. It is, uh, we've, we've come to the end of our 400 years, which was 2019, which was in the Hebrew year of 5779. And remember, I told you that year was the year of the eye that you can see with, and not these two eyes, this eye, our spirit eye which is in the middle of our head. It is also known as the eye of Horus, but it is also in the middle of your forehead. It's in the center of your brain. It is called a spirit eye. So those, that is something special about Yahweh's children because we are known as the children of light. So when, um, when, um, uh, 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 what am I saying here? When, um, not Passover, when, um, Exodus, uh, when the Exodus happens, 
It will be attached to the spirit eye. It will do something within us to let the world know that we are Yahweh's children. It will light us up because we are the children of light. We are identical to our heavenly father. We are created in his image. That's what that means, you all. We're going to have a big light glow, you know, about us. Because he says that he marked us. He put, he says in, 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 in Revelation 7, it says, seal them, the 12,000. Seal them in their forehead, the 12,000 per uh, 12 tribes. Seal them in their forehead. You know, hurt not the, the trees nor the grass. Hurt not the earth until you seal the children, you know, with uh, in their foreheads. So when, they, when we're sealed in our foreheads, we're going to light up. We're already sealed, you all. That has already happened. Uh, the only thing left to happen is that our eternal glow, our internal glow and eternal glow will come from within us. Everything is already within us. Okay, so Yahweh's children will be exposed. He will reveal us. He will reveal who his children truly are. Rather than these darn people who are walking around saying, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a Jew. I'm Jewish. I'm this. I'm that. And you ain't got no 400 years. You're not in captivity. You don't have any of our sufferings. You're not suffering now. You're rich. You're putting the world into bondage, you know, because you can, you know, you got these central banks and then you can go and say, oh, well, we're the, the descendants of the children of Israel. So that means we are over all of our brothers. We control the world's wealth. Well, that's not us, y'all. That is Satan and his crew. That is his children. They are, they are phonies. That, that is Genesis 9 and 27, where it says that Yafet will live in the tents of Shem. They have our goods. They have our authority. They have our sovereignty. They have all of that. We don't have that as a people. That's what I was saying, you know, uh, when, when you say, okay, well, I'm free. I'm free. Well, you're a nation within a nation. So, uh, you don't have any sovereignty. You don't have any wealth. You don't even have a land. So how free are you? You are captive in somebody else's land under their foot until Yahweh comes and redeem us. So that is what Passover is for. Passover is to let us uh, be, become aware and let us realize that that was the day that Yahweh fulfilled his promise to the children of Israel to bring them out of bondage. He brought them out of bondage. And, and when he brought them out of bondage, after he served, you know, Egypt with so many plagues, then... He brought them out with great wealth. He allowed them to strip the Egyptians, to strip their economy. Their economy suffered after the Israelites left. And you see that uh, Pharaoh ran them up out of the country. He chased them down, probably to try to get some of their wealth back. But that didn't happen because Yahweh instructed us to get the wealth, because he was giving us a land, he gave us sovereignty, and he gave us authority. Now, in this day and age, along with Passover, let me tell you what else Yahweh gave you through his son, Jesus, y'all, Yeshua. 
He gave us a speaker. He gave us a way to use our speaker as a spiritual sword. Yahweh created this world with words. He expects us to use his words, the scriptures, to speak out things, things to call things that be not as though they were. We can speak our way, form our world, change our circumstances, and everything that affects us that Yahweh has given us power over. We have an authority that he's given us in our mouth. So while these people are acting like they are the children of Israel, he actually gave us a speaker, one that can that can uh, uh, change our worlds, you all, as we're coming out of this. Now, as I told you all, this coronavirus, I told you that this is one of the plagues. You know, whether it's man-made or whether, you know, uh, Yahweh let conditions happen that, you know, was ripe, you know, uh, for this play to happen or whatever it is. It's a plague, y'all. It happened during our 400 years. You need to watch the signs. You need to be aware of what is happening and how things are happening. You need to keep your eyes peeled, your eyes open so you can follow the signs and know what this is that we're into and how soon we are to be released from this 400 year curses of, you know, uh, the play, the, the curses of Deuteronomy 28, 15 through 68. You know, uh, it is your portion. Yahweh says, my people perish for a lack of knowledge. It is not his ideal for us to perish for a lack of knowledge. He put everything in us that we need to prosper and have good success. He put his word in us. He said that his word flows through our bellies like rivers of living water and comes up through our, our comes up through our mouths like a sword. It is a spiritual sword, you all. The same way that Jesus will have a sword in his mouth when he come back. It's the same way we have a sword in our mouth. We are supposed to be a copy of little Jesus's, y'all. We're supposed to be a copy of little Yeshua's. He said, greater works than these will we do also. We're supposed to be wrecking Satan's kingdom in this earth. That's what Passover is to mean to us, y'all. We're supposed to walk this thing out. We're supposed to take God's word literally and do it. He said, don't just be a hearer of his word, be a doer. Do his word. So let's get back to Passover. I'm going to read you uh, a couple of, um, you know, articles that I pulled off, you know, by some, you know, uh, 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 Jewish people who wrote this about Passover. Um, I got this from them. I probably should have researched something from us, but since they stole our identity, let's look and see how they do things because all of this is about to be turned around where that they is going to be exposed for who they truly are, that they are not, you know, us. So the, the, the festivals and the, and, and the, uh, holidays and, and all of those things that we're supposed to be celebrating. We will celebrate them, but when we get back into our homeland and the Sabbath, that is something that we are to keep outside of our homeland, but everything else is for when we go into our homeland. We are not in our homeland yet, so 
we do not have to keep these celebrations because actually we don't know about them because we don't even know we these people. We still learning who we are as our identity. A lot of us, we can't even prove, okay, well, how are you, how are you the, the Jews from, you know, uh, Jerusalem of, of 68 through 70 AD? You can't even prove that because our memory was erased and, uh, we don't have any knowledge to even point us back to who we were. Our pastors don't even teach who we were. And we go to church every Sunday, y'all. We go to church every Sunday and our pastors haven't even told us who we are. They say we Gentiles. The church, the Christian church would tell black folks who are the descendants of the children of Israel that they are Gentiles. Look at that trick of Satan. So that is to let you know that Satan has gone out to deceive the whole world and, and, and letting the world know who the true children are. So as we search scripture, then we start to see, hey, this don't sound right. This don't sound like them. What have they ever been beat, put in bonds, uh, hung, uh, 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 put in, 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 in chains, you know, with a yoke on their neck, sent in slavery. When have these things happened to them? This don't sound like them. How can this be them? You know, it don't even make sense. So how could it be them? That's what you need to ask yourself. And then you start reading that word with you in it. And then it makes more sense that we are the ones in chains. We are the ones in bonds. We are the ones in captivity. We are the ones who have been hung. We are the ones who have had, you know, yokes and, 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 uh, chains on our hands and feet. We're the ones who came through slavery, not them. So come on, we got to do some association for us to know this is not talking about them. This has been a wool pulled over our eyes and that we will see that, you know, uh, how this thing will reveal itself. So let me get to this <laughs> article that I pulled up. Okay, this is the Passover story in a nutshell, as they say. Uh, well, in Hebrew, um, the Passover is known as Passage because Yahweh passed over the Israelites' home when killing the Egyptian firstborn on the very first Passover Eve. So after many decades of slavery to the Egyptian pharaohs, during which time the Israelites were subject, were subjected to backbreaking labor and unbearable horrors, Yahweh saw the people's distress and sent Moses to Pharaoh with a message, send forth my people so that they may serve me. But despite numerous warnings, Pharaoh refused to heed Yahweh's command. Yahweh then sent upon Egypt, 10 devastating plagues, afflicting them and destroying everything from their livestock to their crops. At the stroke of midnight of 15 Nisan, in the year 2448 from creation, 1313 BCE, Yahweh sent the last of the 10 plagues on the Egyptians, killing all their firstborn. While doing so, Yahweh spared the children of Israel passing over their homes, hence the name, the holiday. Pharaoh's resistance was broken, and he virtually chased his former slaves out of the land. The Israelite left in such a hurry that the bread they baked as provisions did not have time to rise. 600,000 adult males plus women and children left Egypt that day on a journey to Mount Sinai as Yahweh's chosen people. 
In ancient times, the Passover observance included the sacrifice of the lamb, which was roasted and eaten at the cedar on the first night of the holiday. This what this was the case until the temple in Jerusalem was destroyed in the first century. So it was destroyed after Yeshua left the uh left left the earth. So uh after his 33 years. Okay, so uh Passover is divided into two parts, the first two days and last two days. The latter commemorating the splitting of the Red Sea are full-fledged holidays. The holiday candles are lit at night and Kadush, and sumptuous holiday meals are enjoyed on both nights and days. They don't go to work, drive right, or switch on or off electric devices because they're not supposed to do any work at all. So to switch on and off a light switch is work to them. They are permitted to carry, to cook and to carry uh, loads outdoors, to carry things outdoors. Uh the middle four days are called Choi Hamoet, semi-festive intermediate days when most forms of work are permitted. No chemist, that means no yeast, uh, no leaven. To commemorate the unleavened bread that the Israelites ate when they left Egypt, we they don't eat or even retain in their possession any yeast or 11 from midday of the day before Passover until the conclusion of the holiday. Uh, Chemes means leavened grain or food or any drink that contains even a trace of wheat, barley, rye, oats, spelt, or derivatives, and which wasn't guarded from leavening or fermentation. This includes bread, cake, cookies, cereal, pasta, and most alcoholic beverages. Moreover, Almost any processed food and drink can be consumed, can be assumed to be chemist unless certified otherwise. So see, we didn't know anything about these things. We didn't know that we were even Hebrew people. We didn't know we were supposed to have anything, you know, that we weren't supposed to have leaven products in our house. Anything with, you know, uh, the uh, bread, cakes, cookies, cereals, pastas, and and alcoholic beverages. We didn't know we weren't supposed to have those things in our house because we didn't know we were this these people. So Yahweh is not going to punish us for not knowing these things. So we must get that understood. And by a people acting like they are us, see, that's on top of their head. That's something they have to pay for. Because as you know, the scripture says that our land is being overrun by the heathen. So the heathens are acting like us and carrying on, you know, uh, the, the holidays and the feasts that we are supposed to keep, you know, while we're in the land, but we're not in our land. So ridding our homes of Chemez, ridding their homes of Chemez is an intensive process. It involves a full, uh, full out spring cleaning search and destroy mission during the weeks before Passover and culminates with a ceremonial search for Chemez on the night before Passover. And Passover already began uh, April 8th, the evening of April 8th into April, uh, I mean, April 7th, the evening of April 7th into April 8th. So we missed that one, you know, for those of us who did not know, you know, to do these things, which I know Yahweh is, he's going to make this, you know, okay for us.
You know, we don't know to do these things and he's going to show the world. He still loved us regardless, you know. So um, it says, Shemes that cannot be disposed of, can be sold to a non-Jew and bought back after the holiday. So matzah, uh, instead of leavened bread with yeast and shames, the Jewish people, Jewish people, check that out. Uh, they started off as Israelite. So where did Jewish come from? Okay. Uh, that's one of Satan's terms, you know, to disguise who we are and keep us lost and confused and the world lost and confused as to who the true children are. That's why our name was allowed to be changed from Israelite to Jewish because Mordecai and Esther, because of Gehazi changed, I think that was Gehazi, uh, changed our name from Israelite to Jews. So uh, we wouldn't all be slaughtered. So that's where the name Jews did come from. Okay. But uh, they changed it into Jewish. Because Jews sound too much like a de derogatory name to them. Really. Whatever. But anyway. Uh, instead of the leavened bread with, with yeast and chames, the Jewish people eat matzah. Flat unleavened bread. It is a mitzvah. To partake of matzah on the two cedar nights and during the rest of the holiday, it is optional. The cedars, the highlight of Passover is the cedar. Observe on each of the first two nights of the holiday. The cedar is a 15 step, the cedar is a 15 step oriented tradition and ritual packed feast. The focal points of the cedar are eating matzah, eating bitter herbs, to commemorate the bitter slavery endured by the Israelite. Drinking four cups of wine and grape juice, a royal drink to celebrate our newfound freedom. <laughs> really, y'all? That, that's what they say they do. You know, their newfound freedom, they wasn't even in Egypt. So how is this their newfound freedom? They, they walking off of our backs, like all of them do. They're taking history that they didn't even walk out themselves and they claiming it for themselves. And the Bible says that Yahweh grafted them in to make us jealous. I see how this is making us jealous because I feel some type of way with knowing that a people who are living in our name only, you know, that's got all of our stuff and they are only us in name only. They are not us. You know, as far as us in, 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 you know, living out who we truly are. They do not have to live out our, you know, they, they don't have to walk out our walk. They can, they don't have to walk in our shoes, so to, so to speak. All they got to do is steal our name. And this is where they at right now. So yes, I do feel some type of way. And it's okay to feel some type of way, you know, coming into this. You know that uh, people can take all of your stuff and assume your identity. So identity theft was done to us first. It was done to us first. That's why it is, it is, it is affecting the world because it was first done to us. Just as slavery. Slavery that's going on now. You know, with this sex slave and all this other kind of stuff. Well, it was done to us first. So that's why it was, it's being done to the world. Whatever is done to us, believe me, the world's going to get it too. Because whatever happened to us, you know, it's, it's going to happen to the world. Whatever affects us is going to affect them too. So um, 
Anyway, just like the, the, the sun shines on, on the good and the bad, you know, the, 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 the good and the wicked, you know, uh, the same thing as we are the chosen people. We, we are God's children. So if we have to get punished, believe me, the world going to feel some of that punishment too. They're not just going to walk away without feeling anything. So that's why things affect them as well, you know, and forgive me for that. <laughs> I had to rub my eye, but that's why, uh, you know, uh, the world is going through what they're going through because it first happened to us. So uh, the focal point of the cedars are eating masfa, eating bitter herbs to commemorate bitter slavery endured by the Israelite, which they didn't endure. We endured that and we're enduring it now. Okay, uh, we're enduring captivity. We're, we're enduring the, the, the bread of adversity. That's, that is our portion to eat daily until Yahweh releases us from these curses. So, uh, anyway, it says, like I said, okay, I said that those Hebrews were black back in Egypt. So we see the painting on the walls. So who is really being fooled? Egypt is misram. Who is Ham? That's Ham's son. So where did Caucasian people come from at being black and working in the hot sun, the hot baking sun? You know that they can't bake no bricks in no sun. You know they would have had boils and 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 uh, 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 skin skin cancer. You know uh, uh, all over their backs if they was working in the sun. They wouldn't have lasted. They would have died. So who are they fooling? Black. I mean white folks. Cannot work in the sun. No way. So, uh, you know, like Hebrew slaves did. And then we see the painting on the wall. We see that they were black people. So anyway, it says, why is this Passover different than all other Passover? So it says, in a word, coronavirus. It is going to change the mood at the table. And it's going to change the number of people seated there. Immediate family only. When the annual holiday begins at sundown, April 8th, and ends on sundown, April 16th, of course, everybody's holiday this spring, which the world's holiday, not everybody's holiday, but the world's holiday, this report says, the St. Patrick's Day, Easter, Ramadan, and Memorial Day are affected in this way. But there is something more about uh, Passover, Something that is likely to resonate this year with many families. Passover is a remembrance of a plague. The 10th plague of Egypt, the death of the firstborn, was a single night of terror in which all the firstborns of Egypt, from the firstborn of Pharaoh on his throne to the firstborn of the captive in the dungeon and the firstborn of cattle. You can find that in Exodus 12 and 28 to 30. So they dropped dead. The children of Israel, meanwhile, had special protection. Lamb's blood painted on the lentils was the sign that the people within were to be passed over. You can find that in Exodus 12 and 21 through 23. And the original Hebrew, in original Hebrew, Exodus used words like magapha, epidemic, to describe the event. So, uh, basically, it say it could be a, 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 I don't think that it's a matter of pestilence, this person says, a shoggle. The world, the word might be more appropriate for plagues, 
for diseased livestock and bulls. She said that she don't think that this is a pestilence. She thinks that these are more like plagues. And uh, the real significance of Passover in the spring of COVID-19 lies elsewhere. This lady says she thinks of Passover as the festival of freedom. Right now, uh, she says that they don't feel so free. Uh, we have restrictions imposed on us. How are we going to celebrate Passover this year? Most of us, thank God, have been blessed with the life of freedom here in America. This is a new reality. She says that we've seen worse. So I say, seriously, how so when they were not even there? How can they say that they've seen worse? You haven't even walked in our shoes. You're not walking out in our shoes right now. We're going through a 400-year captivity. And we went. our ancestors went through the 430-year captivity. So how have you seen worse? Uh, that little thing y'all call a holocaust for four years where y'all got, got Israel, the land of Israel through the Balfour Agreement, that don't count. Because it's not 400 years. How can your, your heart and your mind change? How can you be disciplined in four short years? It took us 400 years. It took our ancestors 430 years. And still, some of our people still haven't had their hearts broken and their minds reformed. So come on now. Four years? I don't think so. So we see the forest from the trees. We can see y'all. So Passover always remind. Uh, 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 also reminds us, she says, that we've gotten through worse. Uh, the Babylonian exile, the, holo the Holocaust, hmm, for four years. She reminded of an old saying, later the basis of an Israeli pop song. I don't even know what this song is, so I can't say the name. But anyway, it's it, the English version is, we got through Pharaoh, we'll get through this too. Really? You didn't even know Pharaoh. You ain't even know our ancestors. You don't even know us. You ain't even strong. You're not built like us. So seriously, y'all got through the Babylonian exile. Seriously, you weren't even in the Babylonian exile. And you got through the Holocaust. That was four short years. Try 400 years. Try coming through the bread of adversity. The Bible says we were supposed to go through the bread of adversity and the waters of affliction. Well, the waters of affliction lasted 264 years of passage, okay? So that was when our ancestors were chained, you know, one upon top of another in the bellies of slave ships. So come on, where's your waters of affliction? And bread of adversity, we living at now. Where's your bread of adversity? You running around the planet enslaving people with them central banks. You controlling all the wealth of the world. And then lending money, you know, with strings attached, knowing that none of these governments can pay back this money. So, you know, only 1% is going to be, you know, in your world, in your mind, the way you think things are going to be. You know, only 1% of the world is going to rule the world. And Satan is y'all God. I don't think so. Because you know what? Satan and your kingdom is under our feet. The feet of the saints. We are the saints. We are the saints because the Bible says so, I want you guys to get this book, Apocryphal Book. You all need to read this book. It will make it plain to you. This book was a part of the Holy Bible, the King James Bible. Up until 1611, when they stopped putting this, when they stopped printing this part in the Bible. It makes it so clear you are not a Gentile. It tells you the Gentiles are 
Genesis 10 and 5, it names all of their nations, y'all. Genesis 1 through 5 tells you who the Gentiles are. You're not a Gentile, black people, who came through the transatlantic slave trade. It will tell you who is who. They took this out so you wouldn't find yourself. They took this out so you would not know that you are a royal people and that you will be redeemed and that you were the first who failed to last position. And now the last is going, is being restored back to first position. It tells you all of that. They don't want you to know this. Get this book and read it along with your Bible because the Bible mentions you know, different books that are in the apocryphal books, y'all. So you need to know that, you know, the Bible is your sword. That is what we're going to use to get us out of this place, this space that we are living in. We must know this. So let's get back to um, the uh, 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 COVID-19 virus, Corona virus. It's supposed to be 5G related. So they say. I don't know what's true. I don't know if this is, you know, uh, 5G poisoning, you know, coming out, out off of these towers because we did hear 5G was coming. They were going to roll out 5G in 2020. They say 5G is too strong that, you know, it poisoned people's system. But see, my thing is this. Okay, I got a problem with it just being 5G and it just affecting people because how is this thing looking like it's contagious? If it's 5G and it is, you know, uh, poisoning, uh, 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 what do you call that poisoning? Radiation poisoning. Okay, I know that it can affect people, you know, who are weak and, you know, who are vulnerable, you know. So I'm not understanding and I'm not, I, I, I can't really associate the two, you know, how these two are related. But I do know that... Um, you know, that this thing is a plague. This thing is upon us. And the way we're going to get out of this is if you know how to use your speaker that is in your mouth. If you know how to speak God's word in and out of season. If you know, you know, how to bind and loose. If you know how to call things that be not as though they were. You have to know how to operate your sword for such a time as this. You have to know how to speak a word in and out of season. Come on, y'all. We've been sitting in church all this time. We've been sitting in those church pews all this time. Well, you know what? This is the time that we need those lessons that we've learned of the word of God. This is the time to use it. This is the time to put it into action. This is not just going to church learning, you know, uh, Bible scriptures learning, you know, different, uh, 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 modes of how to, you know, uh, 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 use scripture. No, this is to use God's word, put it into perspective and use it in your life, you know? So I don't know if this is 5G, I mean, 5G related or not, but everybody just stay vigilant, y'all stay vigilant. And speak that word in and out of season. And if God is for you, who could be against you? So if you know he for you, then no matter if this is 5G poisoning or if it's a plague, Yahweh says, and these plagues shall not come near thy dwelling. 
So I gave you guys two scriptures the last time. Stand on the, that word. Stand on the scripture. You don't have to necessarily wear no mask and no gloves. The plague won't come near you. He said no evil will come near you. Come on, that's his promise to us. We got to start testing God with his word. He said, probe me. He probed me herewith. Probe me. Put my word to use. Put my word to test. Test me in my word. Give me back my word and see will not do it for you. That's what he said about his word, y'all. Okay, so um, deliverance for, Jer for Jerusalem. Shake off your dust. Rise up. Sit on your throne, O Jerusalem. Remove the chains from your neck. Who that sound like, y'all? Sound like white folk? Mm, I don't think so. Sound like black folks. We had chains on our neck, y'all. And yokes. But it says remove chains from your neck. This is Isaiah 52, 2 and 3. Read it, y'all. Uh, Isaiah 52, second verse. Shake off the dust. Rise up and sit on your throne. O Jerusalem, remove the chains from your neck. O captive daughter of Zion. For this is what the Lord says. You are sold for nothing. Who got sold, y'all? Who got sold? He said we were sold for nothing. Them little pennies they bought us for, no matter how much they paid us for, it was for nothing. Because we was worth way more. We're priceless. But he said we were sold for nothing. And without money. He said without money. You will be redeemed. That's Isaiah 52, 2 and 3. That's what's going on for us y'all. He said he was going to redeem us without money. Therefore tell the Israelites. I am the Lord. And I will bring you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians. This is spiritually Egypt y'all. This is spiritual Egypt. Know what this is. We came to spiritual Egypt back in ships, y'all. Isaiah 28, I mean, uh, 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 Deuteronomy 28 verse 68. We came back into Egypt, spiritual Egypt in ships, in bondage. Okay. Into slavery. So therefore tell the Israelites, I am the Lord and I will bring you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians and deliver you from their bondage. We're in bondage in America, y'all. Black folks are in bondage. I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with a, with mighty acts of judgment. Isn't this going on? Mighty acts of judgment. God promises deliverance. Exodus 6, 5 and 7. Furthermore, I have heard the groaning of the Israelites from the Egyptians are enslaved, whom the Egyptians are enslaving. And I have remembered my covenant. This is Exodus 6, 5 through 7, verse 6. Therefore tell the Israelites, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians and deliver you from their bondage. I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with mighty acts of judgment. Verse 7, I will take you as my own people and I will be your God. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God who brought you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians. Y'all see this? Now that's two scriptures. That's Isaiah 52, 2 through 3 and Exodus 6, 5 through 7, which agrees. Now it says every word, I mean, it, it says that uh, when, when, uh, every word that agrees, it means that, okay, when prophecy agrees, when you can find another word that agrees, then you know that it, 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 it shall come to pass. So these are two scriptures that agree 
that must come to pass, y'all. This has not come to pass yet because we're still in the 400 year captivity of Genesis 15, 13 through 14 that Yahweh told Abraham what would happen to his children, the children of Israel, y'all. So just know this, know this, y'all. So check it out. What is the main topic that is being discussed concerning black people, y'all? Reparations. The government, uh, states, private businesses, and rich families think that they will not have to pay us. But Isaiah 60 and 5 confirms that they will. And that the wealth of the nations will be brought to us and laid at our feet. We're getting our wealth back, y'all, because we're going to be we, we're going to rise into a nation after we go into the wilderness of nations after the exodus. See, we're going to have to go and see Daddy Yahweh face to face. He said it's going to be a time of judgment. So that's what's coming up for us, y'all. Don't you see how things are? So need I, I, don't, I, I don't have to say any more. You could just look at you know, our present situation and look at what's going on to see how this word is lining up. So this will fulfill prophecy when our reparations is given to us along with the wealth and treasures that belong to our ancestors. So I need everybody to go check out my page, discover.empressharon.com and take my free seven-day e-course. And please share it with others, especially our youth. Again, that's discover.empresssharon.com. And uh, for the coronavirus, I have some excellent natural herbal products that helps build and maintain your immune system. So you can check out my page at empress.wakana, that's W-A-K-A-N-N-A.com. And if you guys want to sell some of these products that boost your immune system, they're CBD products. Some are THC products. You know, CBD products will not come up in your system as THC. Uh, so uh, you can check out these products if, you know, you have a need for them or if you want to boost your immune system. Again, that's empress.wakana, W-A-K-A-N-N-A.com. So, again, you all, we have come to the end of another Eyes Can See broadcast. So, please make sure uh, that you share, you know, so we can all wake up together, y'all. So, we can all come to the knowledge and understanding of our true, lost, and stolen history that connects us to the Bible as the descendants of the children of Israel. Tomorrow's the Sabbath. Let us all get with God and sit quietly before him and let him pour into you the things that he has for you. Allow him to guide you and lead you, y'all, you know, into, um, you know, what he has for you, you know, in your quiet time. Take some pen and paper so you can write down some things that he tell you and think on these things as the word of God tells us to do. So enjoy your weekend and your upcoming week. And, um, from, and, and for now, you know, uh, blessings for you guys. And I look forward to seeing you guys next week. So goodbye for now. Love you guys. Peace and blessings.
we are 